Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Teddy and Lisa. My name is Teddy Parsons. And my name is Lisa Allen Coast. We are so excited you are joining us today on the podcast. It's Pride Month around the world and we're ready to celebrate. You're supposed to do your cheap sound effects right there. (laughs) Woo woo! There we go. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Yes, we are ready to get our pride on and show our support for all of our brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ plus community. Before we begin, here's a quick history of pride. This is a very quick history. Pride Month is celebrated around the world in the month of June to commemorate the anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, which took place on June 28, 1969, when a riot broke out at the Stonewall Inn in New York City. In 1970, the, uh, uh, the LGBTQ plus community deemed June as Pride Month, which is a time to celebrate what it means to be lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgendered while demanding equality. We will place a few links under today's episode narrative to help you navigate pride and learn more about it. Okay, I think it's time to bring in our amazing special guest, Aaron Knott. Aaron is the Executive Director of Equality Michigan. Hey, Aaron, how are you? And welcome back to the podcast. I'm doing great. Hello, Teddy. Hello, Lisa. Thanks for having me back. Thanks, Aaron, for sharing all that information. And we are excited to have you join us today and to talk all things pride. So please share with us, if you would, who Aaron is and what should our listeners need to know about you? Thanks, Lisa. So I, uh, I've been with Equality Michigan since 2017. Um, I, most of my career has been spent working on uh, community development and or issue-based uh, politics, politics with a small p. I had the, the fortune of stumbling into a job at Equality Michigan back in 2017 and then was elevated to the executive director in 2019. Um, and I passionately serve alongside a talented uh, team and board of directors to advance our state's equality for the LGBT plus community. Thank you so much, Aaron, for sharing that information. We'll be sure to list it uh, about, uh, about you and Equality Michigan under today's episode narrative. But before I ask you my first question, I want to make sure our listeners know Equality Michigan represents all of Michigan, right from the Upper Peninsula down to the Indiana border, Ohio border, correct? That's correct. We are Michigan's uh, largest statewide LGBTQ plus advocacy organization. Awesome. Okay. Because we're talking all things pride today, Erin, what does pride mean to you and why does it matter? So, you know, when we talked last, Teddy, I think I talked about the fact that pride was, you know, a way in which to, to celebrate and uh, to acknowledge where we started and yet the work that's left to be done as a community. I think it would be wrong of me to talk about the celebration components given everything that's going on, you know, the state of play right now here in Michigan. And so Pride this year looks very different than Prides of the past, at least for me and for Equality Michigan. We are in the, um, we are in the final stages of launching a collaborative uh, coalition. Uh, it's going to be the Hate Won't Win Coalition. You're going to see us and our partner organizations at all of Michigan's prides, uh, collecting pledge to go, uh, excuse me, pledge to vote cards, um, and talking to community members and our allies about what's at stake, given everything that's been going on, you know, at the the Michigan legislative level and the um, hateful narrative that really has escalated over the last several 
months and weeks uh, impacting members of our community. Well, Aaron, that's so interesting. You mentioned that Pride has changed over the past and you've got some new messages out there, but how do you think it's really changed over the past 52 years? And is the message the same today from what it was in the 1970s? I, th I think the message, I mean, in, in terms of, you know, we, we demand and deserve to be treated fairly and equally has remained the same. But I think that, you know, there are members of our community that continue to suffer and we need to lift up those voices. And I'm talking explicitly about, you know, trans women of color or our LGBTQ plus youth, specifically our trans and non-binary youth um, that, you know, I, I say this all the time. In Michigan, I, I firmly believe that the vast majority of Michiganders have come to accept, you know, gay marriage or LGBTQ plus marriage. They've accepted that non-discrimination uh, non-discriminating against uh, members of our community uh, should be the law of the land here in Michigan. Um, but unfortunately, again, what we're seeing right now is because it's a political year and because, you know, the ultra right has has basically lost. They are they're taking from the 1970s and 80s playbook in that uh, playbook is all about pointing out people's differences and using those differences to create fear and fear then creates hate. And so right now, you know, again, what we're seeing is so many members of our community, our most vulnerable members are being targeted um, for basically to score cheap political points. And so this year's Pride, we're going to be talking about that and we're going to be fighting back. Thanks, Aaron, for sharing that great information. I'm going to kind of ask you a two part question here uh, based on what you were just saying. Um, Aaron, can you tell us? Um, have you seen if the LGBTQ plus community of members are uh, going back into the closet or not coming out at a rate that we've seen before? And also, can you share with us how Equality Michigan is celebrating Pride in 2022? I know you mentioned a little bit of that a second ago. So I, I don't have any hard evidence or data that would support that members of the LGBTQ plus community are going back into the closet or you know, not coming out. I can tell you that we have seen an uptick in our calls to our Department of Victim Services because with hateful rhetoric or rhetoric that points out our differences or no consequences for the ultra right um, to you know, deploy uh, bigotry and bullying tactics, we are seeing that now play out in terms of discrimination, increased levels of harassment, and unfortunately, more violence. And again, that violence is, is predominantly aimed towards our trans women of color and LGBTQ plus youth. Um, and so, you know, I, again, I don't know if it's forcing people to go into the closet, but when we're talking about our kids, we know that they're more vulnerable to depression. They're more at risk uh, for committing suicide or having mental health issues. They're more at risk of being kicked out of their homes. And so Equality Michigan and, and our partners, um, you know, the community centers and the network of folks that we're working with to be a part of our Hate Won't Win Coalition, we are laser focused on the fact that our kids are in harm's way and we have to celebrate them and provide them the love and nurturing that they absolutely 100% deserve. Erin, can I uh, cut in here a second? Uh, do you, on your website, would I have access to that Hate Won't Win campaign so we can share it on the episode narrative? Yeah, yeah, we haven't, so we haven't formally publicized, launched it yet, but since you're doing this in Pride Month, that's not going to be a problem. The, the website's live, we're still building it out, and the address for your awareness is hatewont.win, and there's no apostrophe in the won't. 
Awesome. Okay. So um, I'm, and I had asked you also, if you don't mind, just, uh, it sounds like you guys are on the move this June, uh, but how are you celebrating Pride? Uh, what is Equality Michigan doing along with the campaign? Absolutely. So Equality Michigan, we're stretching ourselves. Uh, we are attempting to be at every Pride possible. Um, and, you know, we know that most of the Prides happen in the month of June, but you have some Prides in July and then in northern Michigan, you know, extending into uh, our fall months. Um, so we are we are going to be at as many Prides as possible and uh, celebrating with community members all across the state of Michigan. And it's not just our team. We have board members, um, our paid team, our, the staff I'm talking about. We have board members that have committed to helping us uh, be present at the Prides, you know, again, all over the state. That's great, Aaron. Hey, with all the attention being um, placed on the Supreme Court, uh, you know, um, and their anticipated decision on Roe versus Wade, do you believe the LGBTQ plus community should be concerned about its future right now? I, I, yes, I, I think that we should be concerned. Um, I think that, you know, what with the, with the SCOTUS leak related to Roe, I think we've learned something, which is uh, you can take something that has been legal precedent for many, many decades and append it. And I don't think we should take anything for granted right now, which again fits neatly into the coalition work uh, that, that we're talking about as it relates to hate won't win. Uh, we need to make sure that everybody that's LGBTQ+, as well as our allies, understand what's at stake uh, this election cycle. And we know right now from polling data um, that, you know, folks that identify as progressive, they're not as excited about turning out and voting this time around. And so it is about having those one-on-one -on -one conversations and talking to moms that don't have LGBTQ plus kids and, and letting them know just what is going on in schools across Michigan um, and, and getting them to realize it's okay to talk about politics because lives are at stake. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, question for you as we're talking about pride and uh, and again we're going to put more information on the uh, uh, tlrealtalk.com website. So do you have any tips or resources on how allies of the LGBTQ plus community can celebrate pride without being offensive or taken away from the gay community? You know I'm going to just say in the past uh, you know when we were in person pride it always was a bit um, shocking to me how, um, uh, you know, the, um, our, some of our allies, or if we were going to say the straight community, came in and acted at pride, um, almost a fool sometimes. And so I'm curious if you have any tips on how our, how our allies can be supportive and, uh, and allow us this, uh, this day and this time to celebrate. You know, I, I've been asked that question a couple times as of late. And I think one of the, the, the elements that I would lift up is, we're going to see pretty soon, if not already, right? You go into any major big box store or retailer and they're going to slap a rainbow on products. <laughs> Target. And <laughs> I, I would encourage folks, several of our community centers have online marketplaces. They sell t-shirts or they sell other types of merch. And when you buy merchandise from uh, one of our community center partners, whether it's Affirmations or uh, Outfront Kalamazoo as two examples you know, the, the proceeds after they pay the cost 
right, go and fund operations. And it's critically important that if we're going to be buying, you know, rainbow covered uh, memorabilia or signs or stickers or whatever, that we're supporting an LGBTQ plus business. And, and you know, that, that extends far beyond just our community centers. I would ask our allies to research and find, you know, owner-operated businesses that are that are owned by LGBTQ plus uh, members of the community and invest resources during Pride Month uh, with those with those businesses. Okay, so Aaron, uh, um, I'm all about a shameless plug. Does Equality Michigan have an online store? At this point in time, we do not. We're, we're we have not. Uh, we just we don't have the capacity right now. We're a mighty team of five. Uh, three individuals work in their Department of Victim Services, and then there's myself and and Layla who helps with communications and on the public policy side of things. Um, you know, so if folks are interested in what they're hearing and want to support Equality Michigan, you can definitely go to our website and provide a contribution, and and you know we'll we'll get you on our list and let you know how to plug into the Hate Won't Win activities um, over the summer and into the fall. Okay, extending on that, um, uh, you know, no shame in plugging yourself. What is the Equality Michigan website? And we'll also list it. Sure. Our, our C3 website is equalitymi.org. And if you're interested in a little bit later on this summer, getting more involved in our, our political advocacy work, and you want to know who, who are the pro-equality candidates that Equality Michigan Action, our C4 organization, has endorsed, you can go to equalitymiaction.org. And again, you'll see uh, our C4's endorsements as well as uh, more information about you know, good and bad bills that are moving through the Michigan legislature right now. Awesome, thank you so much. And I was gonna ask you if you guys, uh, does Quality Michigan have any events or programs coming up that can you share with us? And it sounds um, like you mentioned what you guys are gonna do at Pride. Do you guys offer trainings that people can sign up for? If you're interested in a training, I would definitely recommend you check out Equality Michigan or equalitymi.org, Equality Michigan's main website, the C3 website, uh, because our Department of Victim Services definitely does trainings. In the past, we've worked with municipalities, local government, uh, hospital systems, law enforcement, prosecuting attorney's office, you name it, and we've trained um, you know, that, that entity up and down the state of Michigan on you know, LGBTQ plus 101, you know, core competencies or how to be uh, more inclusive or how to, um, you know, modify your, your HR policies so that they are welcoming and affirming for all employees. So definitely that is an activity that we engage in and it's something that the Department of Victim Services handles. Okay, Aaron, we'd like to ask this question of all of our guests. What would you tell 20-year-old Erin about what you've learned along the way? And what advice would you give her? Oh, boy. I, I think I would tell her that uh, she should have finished her master's degree uh, you know, <laughs> back when she was 22 and still, instead of waiting until she was 44. But, uh, you know, teasing aside, I think that young Erin was so worried about what she was going to do when she got out of college and, you know, my, my, my uh, bachelor's degree is actually in, in criminal justice. And I thought I was going to be the next Clarice Starling, right? I was going to go into the FBI and whatever, solve serial killer crimes. And that couldn't be any further from what happened. So I think the advice I would give is to just sit back and enjoy the ride and, and not be so preoccupied on, you know, 
the daily widgets that got me to where I am today because it was unpredictable. Um, I never imagined that I would be sitting at Equality Michigan. Um, and here I am and I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I feel blessed. Okay, Aaron, I'm going off script here, even though I get after Lisa not to do that, right, Lisa? So I oh, want to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep us on schedule. So anyway, Aaron, I was going to ask, last time you were on here, you talked about, and I'm sorry, I forgot uh, her name. Um, you guys hosted a, a virtual pride where uh, one of the key um, uh, uh the actresses from Pose, the award-winning yep. Pose. Um, uh, was it Dominatrix? What did, I can't remember uh, her name. Dominique Jackson. Thank you. So are there any big names this year that around Pride, different Prides, whether D Motor City Pride, uh, uh, we, we know it's not going to be Lansing, but any names you've heard um, that are any big headliners that you know of coming to any of the Prides? So, I mean, here's another shameless plug. On June 23rd, we are having finally a, an in-person mission equality event. It, we haven't held one since 2019. And um, Leah Delaria from Orange is the New Black will be our special guest speaker. And she's going to provide 45 minutes of laughter. So with everything that's going on right now, we decided for our special guest, we wanted a comedian. Uh, because I think that we all deserve to have some levity and to sit back and laugh because this year is going to be a very difficult year, uh, given, again, the current landscape, everything that's going on, plus the election. So Leah Delaria, uh, June 23rd, the Rooster Tail in Detroit. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. You know, I love her. And if anyone goes to Provincetown, uh, she owns a bar there, a very successful bar. So yep. uh, just anyway, sorry. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, so excited. You guys get good names. You must uh, know how to work the circuit. You would get good names. Thanks. It's, uh, it's, it's, I, I will tell you this. It is something that I'm learning. And I, I, I think when my career at Equality Michigan is done, I should go into a, event planning because I, there you go. <laughs> I've learned a lot about picking out napkins and table settings, as well as how to negotiate to get top talent to come to an event. Awesome. Sorry, Lisa, that was your cue. <laughs> oh, well, I, uh, my friends, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, <laughs> our time together is coming to an end. We hope you will stay connected with us by going to our Facebook page and following us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also head on over to tlrealtalk.com to learn how you can connect with us, stay informed, and how to catch up on past episodes. Thank you again, Erin, for joining us on today's podcast. We really appreciate you and uh, helping us to kick off and celebrate Pride. Uh, any last words, Erin, anything you want to leave us with before we do our uh, final goodbyes here? I think I would just say... Oh, I think we lost you, Erin. Well, remember, no matter where life's journey takes you, it's always a great time to grab a cup of coffee, some hot tea, or a fabulous cocktail, and let's keep it real. What about you, Lisa? Do you want to add anything? No, I've got nothing to add. I just think this is such important work, and I'm just so glad that, you know, so many people are involved in this fight. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, everyone. Happy Pride from Lisa and I, and wishing you all a most amazing day.